Aia! Aia! Hello everyone, my name is Edmund and these are hardly edited thoughts that don't make it into the show. Welcome to The Intermission. The Intermission today is brought to you by Grotto Network. They're sharing stories and insights on living a bold life, living life boldly, you might say. You can find them at Grotto Network or that's on social media or at grottonetwork.com. So thanks Grotto Network for sponsoring The Intermission and supporting Independent media like this, independent stuff, shows, content. Okay, I am not, I'm not good at uh, philosophy or this type of stuff, but I wanna just hear me out. I wanna talk about this a little bit. Uh, I wanna work this out. I like, I like talking about topics that I'm, I'm working out both sides of this. I'm trying to figure this out and, and feel out something I'm feeling. Um, there's this really, there's this good quote. I don't know what the context of it is, but Robert Duran, the famous boxer, said, "I'm not God, but I am something similar." That stuck with me for years uh, because it's it feels so true. It feel you know we don't want to claim to be God, and when we hear um, when we hear scientists kind of try to you know, deconstruct us all the way down to just material chemicals and stuff. Like we feel depersonalized. We feel like less like, ugh. like I'm not that I'm not God, but I'm something like the idea of God, if you will. And so I've been thinking about that a little bit recently, you know, different things in the news or just different, you know, just different conversations happening, really good conversations happening um, in different podcasts and different, just places where I'm hearing conversations or having conversations. It's like this idea of like, what does it mean to be a human? Like, what does it mean to be a person? You know, what is, what is personhood? What is our identity? Are, you know, are we, are we, you know, that's right. Are we, are we, are we, Are we human? See? Or are we dancers? Okay. Uh You know what it, what it, are are we human? What does that mean to be human? And I think that's I think we don't we're not that's not the exact conversation we're having, but it's kind of like it's kind of is the underlying conversation we're having about gender and about personhood and about self-expression and and our rights and other, you know, d- different people's rights and equality and justice uh to me it really all comes down to and I don't and I feel like the reason I want to talk about this and the reason I talk about any of these types of topics is cuz I don't have a really clear way to articulate this yet and I know that there are books out there, there's things I probably should read to figure this out but I I think it's good to I need to process this so thanks for being here um I don't have a good way of explaining. I, I have some ways to explain what a person is. What, um, and I was reading this book, the selfhood of the human person by John F. Crosby. And it just reminded me of all this, just like, oh, just so clear, you know, this clear, the pro not the problem, but the, you know, phenomenology as I understand it, is like, like you're, you're dissecting a phenomenon, something that you're experiencing. You're di- like, you're using that your experience as a person and asking questions about, 
whatever, life, truth. Um, so he talks about these different, these different, these different uh, scenarios, right? So if, um, if there's a city where there's like two races, you know, like two groups of people, uh, one is one race and one is another race. And then they know that some crime has happened where one is like murdered an, another race or something. And instead of, they can't find the guilty person. So if instead the one group that has one racial identity just picks someone random as a scapegoat and says, well, this will make atonement for that. Like, we'll just kill this person because this person, you know, is part of this group, you know, like, you know, some, you know, some Asian dude gunned down a, a black dude. And so, so the, the, <laughs> so you get what I'm saying here. I don't know. It makes me uncomfortable. Anyways, somehow like somehow that depersonal, I mean, obviously that depersonalizes that individual that they're that like, sure. Their race is part of them, but to say that they can somehow represent and atone for, and, and that they somehow take on the weight of guilt of that entire race in some type of city context. Like it's very obvious that it's, especially in 2019, like it's very obvious that, that you could never do that. Oh, uh, Liam Neeson on the Joe Rogan podcast. I think it was on the Joe Rogan podcast or in some interview, he got tons of crap for this, but he said like, you know, I think it was someone in his family or someone, um, someone had hurt him hurt someone in his family or whatever. And he said he was so angry that he was tempted, he, you know, he was just trying to be honest with his emotions. Like, like he had the temptation to just go out and look for someone that fit that description and hurt them just because they fit this kind of group because they represented this group. And it's very obvious that the, per, that there's a something that we might call personhood that's damaged in that. Um, one of the other situations, scenarios that, that Dr. Crosby brings up is if let's say some scientists wanted to breed hundreds and hundreds of humans, you know, they wanted to like, they, they were just fertilizing eggs and they were dis, they were keeping ones that they found suitable and just constantly, you know, and, and like, let's try to take it out of a particular controversy. Let's like, let's, you know, make it, like height, like kick it up a few notches. So we really feel it. Like, let's say, let's say some evil scientist was, was raising kids up to the age of three and then determining on some genetics or physical tests, like to just, to just kill the ones that were unfit. Like they grow up to be three years old and then they're like, okay, these are unfit just to the furnace with the children. Right. Just like did away with them. Um, obviously, that would be very like, that's so to just see uh, humans as matter as just matter and that we could just swipe them away. Uh, it's so clearly depersonalizing like that. There's nothing special or unique about that person. Um, and you know, and we see this in a lot of the conversations on both you know, across the spectrum, I don't like getting into, I don't even know how to classify different types of political affiliations or whatever. I don't, I don't, I don't know enough about it. I'm not smart enough or I, I just, I haven't read enough. I'm not woke enough for all of that, but I, so I don't like to kind of classify, but I think across a lot of 
different sides of different arguments. You know, this idea of fat shaming or this idea of like we need to we need to affirm people of different body types or we need to affirm people of different genders or different sexual orientations or there's something about trying to separate a person's characteristics from this weird thing that we value that we could call personhood like that this is an unrepeatable unique person that's somehow not just their qualities i remember in a i think it was it was either npr or reply all i might have talked about this already but they did some they did some whole sh- thing on um on men who are on like the fetishizing of asian women they did this whole piece that was it was really interesting on the, on on like how if you search asian woman in google compared to like if you just search white girl uh asian women come up with much more sexualized fetishized like uh pictures and stuff and, the, and like asian women are much more they made the case the argument that asian women are are much more sexualized and um in our culture but at one point in the interview uh they were there's this fine line where they start talking about okay people that go on people that go on dating apps just looking for asian women and and they talk about how there's some of these guys are like they're just looking for asian women because they have this sexualized fantasy of asian women and it was so fascinating they got you know, like I found my, I love when this happens. Like I found myself flipping back and forth to both sides of this conversation because on the one hand, it feels wrong for someone to want you only because of your race. It feels like if all of your personhood is attached to this quality of you, you somehow feel depersonalized. Like like someone swiping a certain way on Tinder just because of my race and not because of something 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 deeper and undefinable. At the same time though, like they were really wrestling with preference. Like how do you wrestle then how do you how do you say you have preference for anything at all? Like how do you like one guy was saying like I just I just have preference for for Asian women. And, and I think there was a pivotal moment where the host was asking one of the other like journalists or correspondents. So do you think it's wrong for someone to only date Asian women? And she kind of paused and said, I'm probably butchering it, but she, she kind of paused and said, yeah, I think it's, I think it's wrong. But man, you know, I don't know. i like, it was such a fascinating, I would love to hear what you guys think about that. It's such a fascinating fine line because then you get into these weird situations, wild situations of like, if you say you would never date a transvestite woman who like, like a guy who has been changed into a woman. If you say you will, your preference is for women, then somehow you're depersonalizing all people. I don't know if that makes sense. So how how can I both say like yes, preference is a thing without depersonalizing whatever this weird you know you know invisible spiritual material reality of personhood is? How how can I have 
pre I mean, I mean, I, <laughs> I have preference f for women. Um, and there's this weird relationship between, like, in some ways, I think the outward appearance, these characteristics, uh, attract us superficially, but then we dive deeper into understanding like the person behind the weird amalgam of all of these characteristics and superficial qualities somehow in that chemistry and that alchemy of all of that, you get a glimpse into the mystery of this unrepeatable th person. Like, um, Dr. Crosby really, uh, you know, literally talks about, um, if, if like someone you love dies and you're talking about like the qualities of this person that you really loved, you know, I really loved this person was funny and was charitable and, and winsome. And if someone were to say to you like, well, cheer up, Charlie, uh, you know, you can find those qualities in other people. There are other people that are just as winsome and just as funny and just as charming. Uh, and you can love those qualities in those people. And, and, you know, it's just as well that you love the qualities in those people as the person who you loved. Even though the qualities were the things that you were expressing your, um, your like love of, when someone says, well, those qualities are in other people, it, da it, it, it damages this, again, this like unexpressible personhood that's untouchable, that's unknowable. It, it just damages, it's like, no, but, but the, the, the chemistry of all of those things in this person, for some reason, feels unrepeatable. I promise I'm not high. <laughs> this is the, this is the stuff I freaking think about. This is these are the things I'm thinking about, and yeah, I don't you know. I think it's worth sharing <laughs> because I'm a white guy, you know, with a camera, and I think it, and I think for some reason that my thoughts are these are not new thoughts. People have been thinking this crap for ages, but again. For me, there's some unrepeatable, uh, inexpressible need to express this my version of this thing and to reach out to people and say it. What is that? What is that? And I can see how all of us on all different sides, Christian versus atheists, or like like versus is such a weird, but like progressive and conservative and liberal and democratic and American, you know, all these things like what we're really wrestling with. It seems like, in a you know, abortion, immigration, think about a lot of the hot button issues, abortion, immigration, uh, divorce, reception of, you know, marriage, uh, like a lot of these issues, science, religion, you know, all, all of these battles that we're fighting, the only kind of middle ground I can find is this conversation about like, like on both sides, we're wrestling, we're trying, we're holding up a value of what it means to be a person. And, 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 and the other person is like not hearing that value. They're, they're hanging on to something else. Another value of what it means to be a person we're not piecing them all together, you know? Are we human? What are we? <laughs> this is the weirdest freaking, this is the weirdest episode of this ever. This is the weirdest episode. Of this.
whatever, man, you're here. You're along for the ride, you know? So these are my thoughts. Let me know what you think in the comments. Let me, yeah. Ah! Or are we dancers? The frick are we, man? <laughs> <laughs>